Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the MTG Conflux cast. My name is John and I'm joined this week by my co-host Steven. Hey. And Chris. Hey. This week we're going to be debriefing on this weekend's past MCQ that Chris and I attended, as well as talking briefly about some headline modern events from this weekend. Um, instead of getting into our weekly roundup this week, we're just going to dive right into the debriefs um, and at the top of the episode, just want to remind everyone that since this is a double up, we are going to be gone next week and we're going to be returning the week after that with a new episode. So catch us then. Um, I guess I'll start off with the debrief um, since mine is much shorter than Chris's. <laughs> um, Get wrecked. Let's be yeah. honest. You just want to talk about the snow deck more. The snow deck is so good. Uh, uh, snow. Um, Too bad it's like a thousand dollars. It's, well, I mean, on letter and paper, it's more than a thousand. Yeah, and paper, it's more than much more than that. It's like <laughs> $1,700 in paper Jesus and like Christ. 900 in online. Yeah. It's, it's like the same price as Gent. You know what? You know what I noticed? Renin 6 is like over $100 online yeah. per copy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really high. It's insane. Yeah. Cards. And so it. is Force of Negation. Force of Negation is really <laughs> high as well. You know, I like understand that. I understand force negation being high. It's kind of like uh, like the Jace Jace the Mind Sculptor task task teases the the Jace the Mind Sculptor tax, um, where it's like blue spells have like this huge premium sometimes, and especially when they're really good. But like Renin Six, it's like a two mana planeswalker. It's just like I don't. But like what? It's so much money. It's a For mythic. card. I guess. Right, man, it's a two minute planeswalker with really good abilities. <laughs> the ult basically wins the game. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty solid. Uh, so yeah, I took the snow deck to the MCQ. Uh, did a lot of testing leading up to it. Um, sat down for round one, was on the draw, and made a mistake before I even got to take a single turn. So that was cool. Uh, I was playing against Bant Spirits and didn't force of negation their turn one Aether Vial. And uh, my opponent was uh, on one land for a pretty large portion of that game, and I uh, ended up losing that game with three force of negations in hand. So that was that was dope. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Bant um, Spirits. What year is this? Yeah, so I actually drew that round. Uh, <laughs> I won uh, game oh, two. Oh, yeah, classic, classic uh, snow yeah, only round I drew all day was the first round. Uh, it would have been an easy, uh, easy win if I had uh, just not bunted. So it would have been two zero instead of one one one. So you know, good for me. Um, uh, but I got to rally back the next round and just dumpster jund two zero. That's a pretty favorable matchup. Um, our card advantage just like eats them alive. <laughs> but also they're like, I'm gonna remove your. Uh... Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna fatal push this. Uh, okay. Oh, excellent. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna play this Liliana. We're both gonna discard a card. Okay, cool. I'll discard this card I drew off my Codal or my Run in Six, and then I'll <laughs> I'll uh, Assassin's Trophy your Liliana. <laughs> the number of times Jun players have like grinded at me for a bit, and then like asked hand slices, and I'm up like two or three cards on them is very high. And then they they always look kind of confused when they, I tell them. They're, they're like looking Many. at their they're looking at their one they're looking at their uh, their Kolagons command to see if they can get you, and then they're like uh, cards in hand. And you're like four. I'm just like what the f- 
When, yeah. when did that happen? Jesus like, Christ. Uh, make you discard. Play this Kotal in response. Draw a card. Okay, discard this land I drew. <laughs> Hold on to this cryptic command, Snapcaster Mage, and Colagon's command of my hand, or whatever nonsense I have going on. Like, you know, Red and Six plus, get this land. Like, Liliana plus, okay, discard the land I drew from Red and Six. Untap. <laughs> plus Red and Six. Put this land back in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty easy. Then I put against Boggles the, uh, the next Boggles. round. Uh, were, they, were they slippery? They were not slippery enough. Turns out, Dead of Winter gets through Total Armor because it's a minus minus, not a destroy. I had never considered that because who really plans their their strategy around Boggles, right? Right. <laughs> I was like, I just kind of sat down and was like playing the matchup and was realizing implications of various things as I played the matchup for the first time and was like, wow. This is a really good matchup. <laughs> like, just block with these ice fangs, and uh, there goes one totem that, armor. Uh, there goes the other totem armor, and dead of winter. You're all dead. And, and then they're like, "Oh, I like have to start slapping garbage onto this dryad arbor or Gattigtig now." And you're just like, "Cool, trophy it in response." And you're just like, "Wow, I can't I can't fucking beat this?" <laughs> so you're telling me is boggles don't like the cold? No. Now they are a warm weather uh, species. Um, and then I managed to lose a matchup that I think is really good the next round. I lost a Twiddle Storm. And it was really frustrating because, like, we aren't bad against them to begin with. Like, we're playing Thoughtseize's main deck in our version. And you just bring in, like, a mess of gross cards. Like, Weather the Storm. Like, oh, how are you going to beat that if you try storming off? Or, and like more trophies to deal with area flame and we bring in blood moon which just like destroys their entire strategy right yeah which is hilarious by the way yeah <laughs> like old school like yeah, uh storm like, didn't oh, really care you know, sack my two lands for the lotus field floating a blue twiddle force the twiddle untap blood moon yeah yeah double stone rain yourself okay yeah so i like got got the second game by a spell pierce on my turn three blood moon which i wasn't expecting because i'd like looked over some lists i didn't realize they were playing pierce or maybe they're not and this guy just was anyways wasn't expecting to get my my moon pierced i thought they were he's gonna be pretty shields down with only one mana up on turn three um and then just one we won the next turn and then game three i got like weirdly squeezed out because i just drew like multiple surgical extractions and multiple snapcasters and their like payoff card, the psychic, or not their payoff, but their like engine card, the psychic puppetry, the one that like splices on to stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It never hits the yard, right? So you can't surgical it, and so they have all these other cards that they're very redundant on, like the the you know the twiddles and all that, or not the twiddles, but like the the other arcane spells that are mm -hmm. like I think they're like four of on most of them, and so I was never able to find an interaction point where I could like stop them basically well, that was very frustrating because i like didn't draw very relevant cards that game and i was stuck on lands it was and it was just bad so i like, got kind of like cheesed out which is like definitely something that storm is really good at but uh i feel like by and large that matchup is like pretty free so i was really disappointed to lose that one i guess against the tool storm deck right if you just like surgical twiddle like how many of the untap effects do they have in their deck uh just they twiddles. have dreams grip yeah and one other they run like twelve twiddle effects, don't they? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really familiar. They run a lot, <laughs> but yeah. Um, 
yeah, the arcane mechanic is abused in that deck in a way I haven't really seen abused before. I mean, like Storm kind of profited off of it sometimes, but Twiddlestorm really leverages that mechanic in a in a the, crazy um, way. The the Gorio's Vengeance deck was the next deck the abuse yeah. splicing. Yeah, and and that was good, but like I've never seen a deck do it so consistently. Like every turn they're splicing stuff, you know. Um, they just like wow, it's crazy how much uh, card advantage they derive off of it. So, uh, in the next round, I played against uh, Just Guy Control. Uh, I fought it really bad game one. I was like, I just scooped it really early, even though the game was like not quite, you know, decided because I was like, eh, I'm very unlikely to win this game, and I'm very likely to win the next two. So we start playing game two, and my opponent plays six mana Chandra, the new one, Awakened Inferno. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, it can't be countered gives you an emblem i can't interact with that like oh my god i'm like on a clock now so like um they play it plus it go to my turn i just don't i don't have a way to, to kill it so i like play a jace brainstorm and like still whiff on a trophy and so i have to pass back as so the emblem again goes back to my turn yeah you're, you're, whiffs you're again. dead i cryptic it bounce it they replay it, give me a third emblem, and then I finally find the trophy. And so I like start doing the math on I'm at like fifteen or something, and I was like doing the math on how quickly I could Jace ult. And like I think I think I could Jace ult them the turn before I died, but they would still have whatever in their hand in their deck. And that was like assuming they interacted in no meaningful way between that time and a deck that plays like lightning bolt and lightning helix so yeah i just scooped i was like i'll save us a bunch of time and just scoop this this is the first time in a long time that i've literally just been beat by a single card and just like had no answer that was a really weird feeling like i mean i guess that's what the chandra's designed to do right yeah just like, shit on control decks i was just like wow i don't have an answer in my 75 for this card like i just can't beat this card like unless i race it or thought sees it like, I guess Thoughtseize is my best answer, but, like, that's just, like, a roll of the dice, whether they draw it, you know, <laughs> if it's in their hand or not. Um, so I was like, wow. And so Kevin played against this person later of Swans, and he has Pythian on his sideboard, and I was like, oh, this is actually, like, an answer you can, like, preemptively play and, you know, protect, um, rather than Thoughtseize, which is kind of, you know, a little bit more variance-related. Yeah, hope to, hope to, to snag yeah. it. Yeah, especially if only two. So I was like, wow, I was like... It was a feeling I haven't felt in a really long time playing Magic, where like I just got completely bodied in a way I didn't feel like I had much agency against by a single card out of the board. And I was like, wow, it's, uh, it's really good. And then, of course, I started digging through lists online, like, no one is playing this card. And I just like happened to play against the person who was like, you know what? Fuck other... I assume it was other blue-white decks. Like, fuck blue-white, right? Isn't that <laughs> and such I, a great feeling? And I just like get... Yeah, just caught by it. I was like, well, yep, I mean, good on you for playing this sweet card. So but yeah, I mean I guess it must feel great to like skew your deck in such a way to shit on a specific strategy and then get paired against that strategy and win because your deck is skewed. Yeah. Like, Aha, I knew it. <laughs> well, it's not even like the deck that they were like, I assume, specifically targeting, right? So it's like, oh, you just like get to blow up this other random deck too. Like that's gotta feel really great. <laughs> uh and then the next round I played against uh good friend of uh, the cast Dan playing humans he top the last MCQ we're at he's probably the best humans player I know 
And he was not thrilled about getting matched up against me because he knows how the matchup works out. And it was basically like when I played you, Chris, and like pre-filled out the match sheet. Like he was just he was done <laughs> just before we even sat feet. down. Oh man. Like he he stole a game from me with Thalia plus um uh what was it? Was it Thalia plus meddling mage. He like slowed me down just enough to kill me before I could dead winner him. And I just massacred him the other two games. <laughs> like just didn't have a chance in hell. Uh he was like happy that he got one game, it seemed like. <laughs> that matchup is disgusting, man. Like yeah. did a winner being a three mana card instead of a four mana card is so important against humans. Um and then your just blockers and pile of removal just is really, really good. I will say it is pretty feel bad when you get matched up against a deck that you know you should never ever beat, and then you win a game, you think maybe there's a chance, and <laughs> yeah. you just get shit on in game three, and you're like, Nope. Man, like why <laughs> why'd I get my hopes up? Yeah. I'm just to be with Ponza all the time. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> so at this point I was three, two, and one. <laughs> which is not the best record. Uh I get paired against Mono Green Tron. Um and I managed to like put up a bit of a fight game one. I like trophy him off of Tron. Uh and then they just play lands and kill me anyways, because I'm slow. Um game two. I ego their Tron lands, lock it up with a Jace and and kill him. And then game three, I managed to play a Blood Moon, lock him out of their mana, and I just lose to a three three walking ballista. I uh, just like couldn't find removal in my deck full of removal. <laughs> Which was uh a little tilting. To be fair, how much removal was really still in your deck? Uh Three Assassin's Trophies, two Colgon's Commands, three Snapcaster. I mean, I don't enough. know. I don't enough. Like <laughs> Jace the Mind Sculptor, like would have done it too to bounce it. Like I don't know. I feel like I had a pretty high density of answers post board. Um, but yeah, that was the sad times. I think I still had Lightning Bolt in the deck, and it was only a three-three Ballista. Yeah. Uh, and then I got paired against Grixis Control the last round, round eight. Uh, I like just destroyed him game one. Uh, and then game two, I was like, I was like having fun. It was like the last round. I was kind of tired, and I was like, wow, this is super easy. And I just played really loose and got punished for it. Um, so that was you know no respect, get wrecked. Um, sad times. Um, he was no also playing. Respect. Was that? Yeah, no, no respect. respect. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Uh, he's playing four Force of Negations. Holy shit. I was not expecting to run into that many Force of Negations. He just always had it. So he had uh, some really powerful plays where he'd go like Tassiger into, you know, protection with like Force of Negation and other counters. He's really counter magic dense. And uh, I think he was playing four Spell Snares as well. Um, which is really good against us, obviously. So I just like got, I got like the clunk, the clunk of the deck got kind of like um, turned against me. Right. Um, so his, his build was definitely uh, pretty decent against us in a way that wasn't really evident from game one. I'm sure he got better post board, but I think like we're still favorite overall, but game three, I just got kind of tempoed out. I just like died to a, a plague carrier and uh a snap, I think. Well, he just like forced everything that mattered. 
<laughs> so uh yeah never expect to get wrecked um so my strangers pretty sad times yeah naming snake do i have god that card so many plague engineers naming snake holy crap out of jund out of grixis like any black deck these days i'm just like okay where's where's the three mana snake fucker coming down like just yeah wrath of snake just kills all snakes never names anything else always snake (laughs) which is humorous um so while my tournament didn't go very well i shipped my list uh to uh sam not slow sam but another sam that i've been play testing with for the last uh couple weeks and um he made a few tweaks right before the event and he got first in the swiss uh he only lost once to grixis wurza and he won all seven other rounds no draws um so i was super excited about that that like person i've been testing with was you know playing the, the list that i've been really working on for a while putting a lot, a lot more time than i put into any other deck in a long time did so well he played a lot better than i did too like not not saying that it was like my deck list that took him you know there but it was definitely like cool to see like my baby like get first in the swiss even if it was in someone else's hands uh and then he played a really tough one against eldrazi tron in the quarters and just like you know got got it happens like the big mana decks aren't the best matchups even though we have better matchups than most control decks do against big mana you know there's still coin flips are worse so you know what more can you ask for really so that was super exciting that was my uh my mcq uh i'm not going to get to go to any more this season but i'm going to be grinding with this deck a ton um moving forward and i think the next time we have a competitive modern season i'm going to be much more experienced and wise of the deck and i think i'm gonna do well with it so i'm super excited but chris has a much more interesting debrief for us despite not getting first in the swiss low low plays of second so uh sam was first in the swiss 21 match points eight rounds seven and one no draws but uh, there was one other player that had 21 match points as well. But much, uh, but you know, Breakers just weren't as good. And that was, that was, that was me. Oh. <laughs> I also finished this with 7-1. Hey, but, um, but were you first? Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll pose, I'll pose this question. Who made it farther in the top eight? Uh, that would be you. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, let's go back well, to uh, <laughs> just change the topic. Where where it all began? Hashtag no bad matchups, right? Yeah, um, clearly because I'm gonna go way back and way back to me to to Ephedim, the day the night before. Way back, I man. I remember it like it was three days ago. Weird. So. I was playing a game with FNM and I went two and two and it felt really bad. I got paired against Will finally on his stupid mono red deck that plays blood moons and chalices and Karns to get coding to kill your lands with shenanigans. It was <laughs> it was that, a that's disgusting. nightmare. Holy shit! And I even won a game. I won game two, I think, 
And it was it, again. It was that, that one of those things like, oh man, maybe maybe I can I can pull it out. And I I did not I did not pull it out. <laughs> I got wrecked. So I'm sitting there thinking like, man, I don't even know what like I know I want to play any of the MCQ, but I don't know know what my sideboards should look like. So I did what any normal person would do: was go home from FNM and um, play a league. <laughs> yeah, you told me you went home and played a league, and I was like, you what? Yeah, so I go and I, I I throw a list together, and I'm like, well, I like this list might be okay, but I don't know. Like, how will I know? I don't. I know. I'll just play a league real quick. <laughs> what time was this? Late, <laughs> late o'clock. Okay. Uh, I went four one in that league. Nice. Uh, lost to burn, and I played against three Tron land decks, so that was cool. <laughs> Very representative of um. My, my meta I would find on Saturday, which I did not play against a single Tron Land tech. <laughs> yeah, this wow. is a little strange. Wow. Yeah, so I, I kind of skewed my, my sideboard a little bit, expecting um, like Tron control Land? decks, because people around here seem to like control decks. What? Like that blue? What? Um, I was also expecting Burn and Urza. Sounds about right. That's about what I was expecting. But despite expecting Urza, I decided not to play Karn the Great Creator because I don't like it. <laughs> Word. Good reason. Good reason. I don't know. Karn, Karn just feels so medium. Like, against Urza, obviously, he's very good. But against most other decks, he's very marginal. And the fact that you just don't get... You get half of a sideboard now, it, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts quite a bit. And he's just terrible against Burn. Like, good God. <laughs> yeah. It's like four mana do nothing. Anyway, so moving on to my MCQ. Um, as we all know, now I win 7 and 1. Uh, round 1, I play against Titan Shift. And this was a very strange game because I have very uh, I have not been up to date on what Titan Shift plays. So when my opponent played a Field of the Dead, I was surprised to be sure. <laughs> So, game one was very weird because both our hands were pretty slow, except my opponent's hand was even slower than mine. Like, he played a Rismagic Omen on turn two, and I don't think he cast any other spells. Like, before the whole he died. Game. Wow. <laughs> it's not yeah. good for, uh, for a Escape Shift deck. A little bit of a head-scratcher there huh. on, on what the keep would have must have been. Uh, and then game two, we both mulliganed to five. Except my five is better, so I I, I beat him. <laughs> huh. Funny how that works. And by weird. better, I mean, I... So, it was weird, because we both had a five-card hand that ended up producing zombies with Field of the Dead. Except for that I just made more zombies than him. So good strategy. Because, like, you know, you can pick up the bounce lands and play again, they make more zombies. <laughs> like, you play your land, you make that zombie for that turn. I have an Azusa, I make three zombies a turn. Yeah. So I like out-zombied him, which was very strange. It's like I'm you, but better. The primal type here, who needs, <laughs> who needs those? Right? Looking into yeah. a mirror that only reflects the better part. It's like that meme, like, you're weak. I'm you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, round two. Round two, I, uh, I got paired against Red Black Goblins. The new uh, Aether Vile Goblin deck. 
Uh-huh. And I got spanked. <laughs> God. I... I just keep mulliganing. I mulled a five game one, you know, as you do. And I was like one mana shy of getting the primeval boy in play. As you do. And it's always like, you know, oh, I'm on five lands. I just need like an untapped land. And you always draw Tolari West and then you lose because you had a Titan a turn late. Correct. You know, that's how it goes. <laughs> and then the next game. Uh... So I, I don't even know what all these cards do, right? I, I'm not too familiar with all the all the various goblins so apparently there's a dominaria uh goblin called chieftain i believe i don't know if he's a reprint or not but it's a reprint all your goblins are one generic class and they all have haste yep yeah. that's a reprint yep. from scourge mm-hmm. i believe yeah so uh he goes ahead and plays that guy i'm like all right that's kind of scary so i, I like <laughs> fire spout it he just untaps and just plays another one like yeah and then next turn he goes pile driver into for one red mana. mog war marshal mog war marshal for one red mana <laughs> attack you for a million yeah yeah it's a uh, one two three four uh and then five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve right it's like yeah. two four six eight 10, 11, 13, 17 damage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Goblins so can pump cool. out some numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, yeah. So I, goblins. Did, I yeah, did we, the big die. And, you, and I was talking to him afterwards. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm a mid range deck. I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Tell me more <laughs> about your 17 a- attack. Uh, Damage attack on your mid-range deck? Dude, goblins can grind. Goblins can grind. With a matron. Yeah. And uh, And ringleader. um, Ringleader. Ringleader matron is a hell of a grind engine. And then... Because I wasn't dead. I'm like, oh, untap, you know, play my titan. Hope I could get there. Get munitions expert. LOL, munitions expert. (laughs) Get that weak shit out of here. Yeah. It's like terminate on a goblin. (laughs) And then, like, the Mark Warshals die, and the tokens have haste? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Mark Warshals died? Where? Yeah. They're right here. Uh. So it seems like you had a fun time against the goblins. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, a you deck that doesn't have good sweepers or spot <laughs> removal is gonna get fucking Look, I fire spotted him, game. Like, I fire spotted him. I two for one him. He's like, LOL, Ooh, I'll get two good. Two for dude. one. Oh, man. Oh, no. You're gonna have... There's a rookie numbers <laughs> against goblins, man. <laughs> goblins is one of those decks where, like... It's like, what was I gonna do? Let him untap with a chieftain? Yeah, I mean, you get hit for, like, yeah. five, and then you sweep the board that comes after that. Or just get hit for five every turn. <laughs> or you get hit for five every turn. No, if I let him on top of Chieftain, he 17s me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, he 17s you either way. Well, because he had another one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like, I don't know. That's hard for anyone. It's a tough matchup. You I also made like a decision EE. to play one fire spout in two EEs instead of two fire spouts in one EE, and that's a matchup I, I felt it. Yeah, I fucking bet. You know, but uh, all in all, it's one of those decks where it's so much fun to watch go off. Like, Maybe maybe this is just like me being like halfway appreciative of, of like little creatures attack like beating somebody down to death. But it's just like when I'm affinity and I see like one goblin, two goblins, 
six goblins all of a sudden. Like I just I just appreciate it. It's so much fun to watch them go. One off. goblin, two goblin, red goblin, black goblin. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well the thing about goblins Goblin. is it yeah, it puts a lot of cardboard on the table and turns it all sideways. Yeah. It, it really puts a lot of cardboard on the table. <laughs> like it's not just it's not just like, oh, he played out his hand. It's like each card came with another card. Yeah. And then yeah. he drew more cards and then put those on the battlefield as well. One sec, I need to get my tokens. <laughs> yeah. It's all fun in games when you until you're, you realize your colony garden plant token is very poorly positioned against his uh <laughs> What's oh, who will win? The six the, goblins or one the battalion zero, one oh one. Legion loyalist? <laughs> yeah. Legion loyalist. Legion loyalist fucking shits on your blockers, yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. Like, well, I guess I just straight up can't block with this plant anymore. I guess we block with the scout. Oh wait, your pile driver has trample now. Oh. Um, imagine being a deck playing lingering souls. <laughs> like, ah, yes, I made some blockers. Actually, no, you have not. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> yeah, he cries in timely reinforcements. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's cute. Six life, huh? Neat. <laughs> sure. Swing for 26? Yeah. And this is not even a deck playing Goblin Grenade. Like, yeah. That's the best part. It's not even, yeah, that's, it's like, doesn't, it had, doesn't have that card. Why would you need that? Apparently you don't. <laughs> I thought five, five damage sacrificing a 1-1 one, one was pretty good. I mean, yeah, but that, that 1-1 one, one is doing other things in the deck the rest right. of the time. You know, like, it's, it could be a mana. Yeah, good old Skirk Prospector. <laughs> oh, that's another gross thing. It's like, oh yeah, you know, with that chief now, I just like play Bog War Marshal, sack my War Marshal to play another War Marshal. <laughs> yeah. Wait, there's there's like a combo in that deck too, where uh, oh, it's with the Siege Gang Commander. You can like tap it to make a bunch of dudes, and then make a bunch of mana to activate another Goblin to. Oh, you're Untap. talking about uh, Sling Gang Commander? Yeah. Dude, every time I see that card, it makes me think of the Sled Gang video. <laughs> <laughs> Sled Gang! Sled Gang! <laughs> God, you're just really gross. So he was, uh, afterwards, when was saying, like, oh, yeah, the new um, Goblin they're printing in the next set that gives all, like, whatever creature comes to play, if it's not a human, he gets a woman counter. Oh, uh, something goalie... Uh... What's Glum Glum something shaman or whatever? Yeah, so he's like, oh yeah, once that's out, then you can just play Murderous Redcap and Skirk Prospector to infinite your opponent. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Stop! And just Goblin Mansion goes and finds what you need. Uh, that sounds awful. It's like all those Goblin players are just like rejoicing, like Grum Gully the Generous. It's like, why play Devoted Druid when Goblin can do same thing? Yeah. And what a beat. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, round three, I play against Dredge. Yummy. For those of you who thought Dredge was dead, well, uh, Tome Scour keeping it alive, apparently. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, that, uh, it's that picture of, like, uh, Moe uh, throwing out Barney, right? And <laughs> he's just behind him again. Yeah, <laughs> stretch like in modern, like for a long time now. Like, oh, we we banned Golgari Grave Troll. It's like, meanwhile, behind modern Golgari Grave Troll again. <laughs> it's him. <extinguished>. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The second time. 
Yeah, God, that deck. Yeah, so what I, I get Perkins Dredge, and I, I think I was like, oh, like a Shriekhorn, huh? And then my second or third turn of the game, I just draw for turn. Oh look, a Bajukabog. <laughs> and opponent was very sad. Oh look, Bajukabog. <laughs> a win man. condition. That card does some nasty ass shit in your deck sometimes. <laughs> Is this what win condition looks like? Picture oh of Bajukabog. And I made a lot of <laughs> zombies that game as well. Um, God. My opponent said that, because uh, I, I bought him again, so he has no board, no graveyard, and he's like, alright, I have one out. He draws return, damn, didn't get there. I was like, out? What are you talking about? I'm at 16 life. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, I just had to, uh, I had to rip Cathartic Reunion, and then off the Reunion, I had to hit Quad Creeping Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Into conflagrate, huh? A plus. I, mean, I would have exacted you. Component. I was like, I mean, he's well, yes, I guess he's not wrong. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> there's a chance. Oh my god! Holy shit! That's a play. Yeah. Hope we oh. didn't get oh, there. Oh, I just, I just had to, you know, I just had to draw the the one in ten thousandth. Uh, probability in my deck, no big deal. You you gotta take that one every time because if you if you get there, you're a god. <laughs> you laugh, <laughs> you laugh. Legend. But in, in the top eight, I cast an ancient stirrings. Yeah, and it revealed Gruel Turf Quad Azusa. Yeah, yeah, yep. Like what? That that was a fun one to watch live. <laughs> I'm in pain. Anyway, Give me a second. Oh my god. Yeah. Game two is Dredge. Blah blah blah. Dredge things. Titan gets a bog. He dies. Uh, I guess if he were just a little bit more lucky, he would have won because I uh, killed him at three life. And if he had just hit one more creeping chill, he'd be alive. He got there, but he didn't. I mean, so, unfortunately. For a turn. Uh, round four, I play against Jun. And this is actually, I think, probably my favorite round of the, the whole event. Um, Ooh, it was just easy, easy. very back and forth. Um, I. I get him game one, and then game two, it's very close. I try to hang on at one life and just can't quite, can't quite stabilize. And then in game three, Academy Ruins, real good, coming in clutch. <laughs> that card, ugh. I, I would never even cast a Primeval Titan in game three. Wow. <laughs> I won off of the back of a Bailoff and this Academy Ruins. Wow. And the Bailoff didn't even get discard. I just four mana. Here's a four four. <laughs> <laughs> Were you getting back with the uh, Ruins? EE? So I had an EE and a Ballista. Oh my god. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, unlimited explosives works. I told you <laughs> yeah. that card is gas. You never can. <laughs> and so card. he has, you know, he's trying to like think about if he wants to rebuy like a Fulminator Mage with his Culligan's command and decides he wants a Charm Wife instead to try and like pressure me. Mistake. But then. <laughs> that's not so good against you know Kenny Ruins um, engineering explosives yeah. <laughs> but I mean I didn't have the academy to play at the time so oof that must feel so bad jeez <laughs> yeah where you're like oh I could set him back a few turns or I could play this 2-2 or like this X whatever I mean, yeah I'll play this X whatever that Fulminator probably would have been sacked before the Ruins got played though yeah and so it was weird because he had like he you know he ground he ground us down to like we had no cards right we both have no cards, but I have a Bailoff sitting in play and he has like maybe a Raging Ravine but he doesn't want to trade like his Raging Ravine for my Bailoff so we're just kind of like looking at each other, 
<laughs> and I'm just drawing like lands. Ah. And if you draw, if you place that's a threat, like then I put E on top and then wah, kill it, wah, right? Wah. So it's just like this awkward stalemate. Ah. Wah, wah, wah. And then eventually, <laughs> I just get I just like find a ballista, and so I can start like looping the ballista to actually like deal oh. damage to him. And he he just couldn't quite couldn't quite um get there. That's yeah. really gross. They're really the game's are really fun though. Ballista's really gross though because it can block too. Like. Academy rooms is just such a fun card to play. Like when it, when you actually start playing with it, you realize like ah yes, this is what fun looks like. Yeah, card's bizarre. Yeah, I remember this time where he attacks with like a five six goif, and <laughs> and his um blood Rudolph. So my Bailoth eats his blood bait, and my scout blocks the Tarmogoyf, and then I dismember the Tarmogoyf so they trade. <laughs> I guess my scout doesn't even trade there. <laughs> oh my wow. god! So it's like, yeah, I just had like the I just kind of mized him here and there. Mm. Felt good, man. Tasty, tasty mize. Then round five, the first time I play against Urza in, in um, this uh, this event, and I think my opponent is rather unhappy because I killed him on turn two, game one. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, turn one amulet, go. He's like, turn one astrolabe. I'm like, okay, turn two, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> one punch! <laughs> <laughs> How many titans was it? Um, two. Oh. I mean, still, still dead. Just because I think, because he was on the play, I think. So I think he played turn two goblin engineer. So we had a blocker. So I had to get two titans. Otherwise, <laughs> it wouldn't have been lethal. Wow, it wouldn't have been exactly lethal. It's not BM. It's it's correct. Yeah, no, it's absolutely correct. <laughs> it's not BM. It's correct. That's uh, a- game two was actually a, a huge slog. Um, he, I never answered his Urza. I mean, I don't have that many cards that do answer Urza, but I didn't draw them. So uh, a lot of shuffling, I assume, occurred. <laughs> yeah, so he activated his Urza maybe like five times that game. Ugh. Ugh. But luckily for me, his hits weren't that good. It was like, you know, a land, maybe yeah, like another a... Mox Opal. There are a lot of whiffs in that deck. Yeah, because the deck yeah. is like 80% like... I think he hit, a, he, he hit well, a whir the, with it and he whirred for a uh, welding jar. <laughs> yeah. But a, so lot them, he had a lot of them cantrip, though, is the thing. So, like, yeah. you get a redraw at least. Right, but then you're just drawing, like, like what? So, out of the. Five like, in a draw card. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind just of like, what it is either way. Like, the, the percentage of hitting something valuable is, like, is, is close to about 10%. So, even That's, if you do, yeah, it's low, do but draw I mean, something, it's so like, much mana. I guess, yeah. 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 So that I um. Yeah. So he finds his vaulting jar and he like gets an engineering bridge into play. Uh-oh. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> How do I get rid of this stupid engineering bridge? So I have um summoner's pact. It's like, well, getting Rex Age is no good because it just regenerates it, and he has goblin engineering blade too. So I go and I. I transmute for an EE, played for zero. Mm-hmm. Crack it. And he's like, all right, second multi jar. I'm like, uh-huh. What are the odds he puts a protection or regeneration shield on his ensnaring bridge? <laughs> like, if he does, he's like a god, right? 100%. And he chooses <laughs> to regenerate his construct. 
Oh Oof. my god. I'm like, deal. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> uh, attack this next stage, blow up your engineering bridge, attack you with this primeval titan. You know, go get another Tellurian West, go. Yeah, seems good. And he's like, her, 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 untap, like, tink, 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 tink. Scoop. Like, spin, where's a spin, where's a hit, like, nothing particularly relevant. And then pass back. So I'm like, okay, well, he has Goblin Engineer, so you can just put the bridge back into play. So I just play pre-combat E on three, <laughs> go to combat, and he's like thinking huh. about it. Tank, 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 he's like, tank. well, yeah, I have to put the bridge in, right? Puts out the bridge, uh, I crack the I mean, E, no, you attack can him again. <laughs> and then with the attack trigger, I go get Bog to exile his bridge forever. Oh, I think I saw that, actually. Ooh. And yeah. in the meantime, I'm making zombies. Yeah. God, you had you had some board tapes that I walked over today and or that day and like you just looked like you had taken some kid's Pokemon binder and just dumped it onto the <laughs> battlefield. Oh yeah. So my zombie tokens are, are um various random foil Pokemon cards that I own. <laughs> it was. Cause you know everything has to be foil, right? And you just had like fucking stacks of the damn things. <laughs> So when I attacked him to get the Bog to Exile's Bridge, he traded his Construct, or even ate my Titan, I don't remember. He either traded or ate my Titan with his Construct. But he goes down to one life. And I have ten zombies in play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he untaps, does a big think. Just passes back. I'm like, alright. Draw just pick up my pile of zombies and other creatures just kind of like throw them in his general direction sideways <laughs> and he's like thinking about oh I can sack some some stuff my doctor found to gain some life and then realizes that he sees so dead yeah he's like so fucking dead I saw that what um, but it makes you think that like you're gonna think your way out of that it's just it's incredible yeah I guess <laughs> <laughs> what was also really funny was that uh, the previous turn he spun his Urza and hit Assassin's Trophy and chose not to kill anything because it would have given me more zombies. <laughs> because I had uh, Vesuva on Field of Dead as well. So even if he kills one of the Field of Dead, I still get a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> so he just didn't cast it. Uh, fucking Field of the Dead, man. That card. Whew. That is not a fun one to play against. Yeah, uh, round six, uh, playing as Esper Shadow. Oh, someone was on Esper Shadow. Ooh. Yeah, I was, I was kind of confused because he, like, you know, does the whole street raid Thoughtseize thing. I'm like, okay, he's Shadow, and I think he did off, like, Godless Shrine. Like, oh, it must be Mardu. And then he untaps and plays, like, a water wave. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, so, game one, I, I'm able to stick an E to kill his shadow and he is unable to find another one so he does the big die and then game two he's he has ranger uh, multiple ranger captains to keep getting shadows and all the discard spells and I just kind of get run over and I'm sad that's what they're designed to do and game three was a very strange kind of slog so he turned one Thought seizes me. And I have packed double EE, um, maybe like a scout and some lands. And he takes the pact. 
And then he surgicals the pact. So I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to find much threats. It's going to be really hard to find a threat. But who needs threats when you have Academy Ruins and Engineered Explosives? Why do you... I feel like the the lesser evil there is definitely not engineered explosives, is it? And a deck full of one mana creatures that you'd rely on to win the game? Was the ruins already? Oh, exposed I don't know what the rest of point? his hand was looking like. So maybe he had maybe he had like a delve threat, right? I guess. So he's like, oh, who cares about these stupid engineering explosives? And maybe he has no way to like answer a Titan, like no counterspell for the pack, no like path for the Titan or whatever. Right. So I don't know. <clears throat> but he would have gotten another E out of my hand had he surgical these. Right, like the yeah. like the correct line of play there is to grab the E's because you know you're gonna get two and like it's a directly affecting your current state of gameplay rather than like taking your future gate state of gameplay, or is it because you can just tutor them up so quickly that it's kind of the same? Well, I mean, if he surgicals the E, I can't tutor them at all, right? Right. They're, they're on my deck anymore. But then, yeah, but then you just have these EEs that... And if I, but if he, mm. if he surgicals my, my, ta- my pact, then I can't tutor a titan. Yeah, I don't know. I think stripping threats out is pretty good. Like, maybe he was just banking on hitting a, a delve threat at yeah. some so point. So, like, if, if he has a threat that I can't answer with EE, then... It's really then, good. Yeah, then I guess it's... Because yeah. then it's like the E's are already dead cards, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, it's hard because like you might have like hive mind and stuff too though so yeah unfortunately it seemed like if you had a delve threat he didn't have a way to turbo it out that fast i did counter a delve threat uh <laughs> i packed up negationed a tassiger on turn like seven or something and then just paid my five man off my upkeep and it went on with what my day you, or did you just like hard cast it or did you pitch something for it what for some uh sorry packed negation oh packed negation did you say force or did you say packed? I don't I, I, I don't, don't even know. realize. I, I thought I said packed, but whatever. My I bad. guess you know, uh taking the uh packs also turns off Hive Mind because like you Yes. Know, yeah, yes. so And Hive Mind was in my deck. So, so. that's another um, layer. Yeah, so I just like he plays his tasker, I'm just like, hmm, I think I have to counter <laughs> this because my engineering explosives can't answer it. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So I was like, I guess I'm just countering this. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, it was actually r- insanely good because he had two stubborn denials in his hand, apparently. <laughs> and he had no ferocious creatures because he just had a um, the uh, ranger captain, which is a 3-3. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so just like incidentally really good. Like, what's he going to do? Like, stubborn denial the, the pact? Like, I have all my lands untapped. It's like, um, reminds me of something from someone from the MCQ that was playing Martyr's Shadow told me about. They're like playing against Jund and like they have like some big BV shadows, but they're like a low life total and the opponent's got like, you know, some goifs or whatever. But like, obviously the goifs are like super outclassed. And I I think it was at the point where he can just start abyssing by attacking every turn, you know? Um, and so the question is, do you, do you in their upkeep sack one? I think he had like one or two, uh, rangers ranger captains it's like do you sack in the upkeep and i was like trying to think and i was like what card could you possibly lose to because he wasn't in bolt range 
and turns out the card was engineered explosives. <laughs> uh, so he got he got EE'd for one and ended the big fucking die. <laughs> it was like I was really struggling. Like Jeez. he presented it as like a the brain teaser, and I was like, man, I don't know. Like I don't I don't think there's any card I'd really like want to like you know blow a three three for no reason on. Like, yeah, engineered explosives ex- ex- specifically just gets you real fucking good there. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, so I, I can't find a Titan, really, but I do find a Ballista. With Academy Ruins, is really good. But uh, he has a path for it. So I just, you know, pew down, like, his Snapcaster Mage and his Ranger Captain or whatever and put it in the graveyard. And then... But then he's able to snap surgical the ballista. So here we go. I guess I'll go get EE again, blow up your snapcaster mage, and we're just gonna look at each other <laughs> until something happens. So I've drawn Tolari West. I'm like, man, can Tolari West find me any threats? I think about it. Like, well, kind of. So I go transmute and I get Field of the Dead. But I don't actually have seven unique lands yet, so I just play it and like Eventually, this will make zombies. One day. And it did. I made like a, a zombie or two, and then he already cast a street wraith. <laughs> uh, which no. they walk us two, two zombies real good. Wait, he did a what with who? He uh, paid five mana for a street wraith. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you said. Great. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, break, break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> cool. Oh, and so man. I thought I could probably still get him by like just slogging damage through with like multiple zombies or whatever. And then I just topped like a primeval titan and it didn't matter. <laughs> it's like the story of fucking Amulet right there. Like, well, I gotta make these plays just in case I don't, but... But uh, it looks like I didn't even All need irrelevant it. as soon as I draw one. <laughs> yeah, I was totally not expecting to draw a titan. I just assumed I would never draw a threat ever again. And I just would have to deal with like, can I win with zombies? <laughs> Lucky me. Uh, round seven. Round seven was very strange because um, game one, I have a double amulet hand. Very good, right? Seems decent. But I lose a die roll. So when I'm trying to, when I'm going to do the thing on turn two, opponent has a untapped um, overgrown tomb and a prismatic vista. And he got overgrown tomb off of Misty Rainforest. So I'm I'm just thinking, like, what the hell is this guy playing? <laughs> like, is he also playing some sort of bizarre Sultai Snow mid-range deck? Because <laughs> that's the first thing I think when I see Sultai colors, right? Must be the snow deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, well, but maybe he has Assassin's Trophy here? I don't know. Maybe he just has nothing. It's like, do I go for it or not? And so I, I played the first Titan, and I'm like, okay, if he has Trophy, I should just get, you know, Tory West, Growth Chamber, and just pass. But if he doesn't have, but what if he doesn't have Trophy, I just kill him. <laughs> so I think about it, and he, like, doesn't respond to any of the untapped triggers of, like, the first Bounce Land or the, to kill the Tory West, so I'm like, I guess he just doesn't have it then, right? So then I go stir and I find a third amulet. So I play that. Play another land. Go make a second titan. And he's still not responding to anything. I was like, okay. But he's kind of poised in a way that like he doesn't feel like he's dead. 
So I'm just very wary. Like, what is going on here? So I go get my haste land or whatever and give them both my Titans haste. And in retrospect, I should have given Jesusa haste as well. <laughs> Jesusa. Instead of one Titan twice. So I go to attack and I attack with both. I go get my, my four lands. And then before damage, he atrophies the bigger Titan. And I was I I was very kind of confused because but also somewhat grateful. So the the funny thing is I packed it for both of my Titans. So I look down and I realize I only have three green sources in play. <laughs> but I'm thinking the only way he doesn't die to my attacking Titans is with Assassin's Trophy, which would get me my fourth green source. <laughs> Which is exactly what happened, right? So he trophy the Titan, takes 16, goes to 3, and I get my, my fourth green source. So had I hasted my Zusa, I would have exactly him anyway. Ah, uh, it feels bad. Yeah, but if he just blown up my haste land, I would have lost the game. <laughs> huh. But I would have expected someone to try and blow up the bounce land when I first played it. Like the first time, before I passed the first Titan. Yeah. So, so I, it was very strange. Like, I'm trying to play around this Assassin's Trophy, but I'm also not playing around this Assassin's Trophy. Yeah, I guess I just didn't see that there was an opening to just take you off mana. Or off mana, yeah, but off, off the ability to pay for your packs. So mm. I guess... So he untaps. Doesn't really do much. I untap, pay my 8 mana, and he scoops. Um, game 2 is also a doozy, because I don't actually know what the hell he's playing, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, you're a... Because you got snow-covered um, swamp, I believe. Okay, you're some snow mid-range deck, I guess? So I go and proceed to board in, like, my Negates and my Rook Thar, <laughs> right? Yeah. And he and it becomes very clear that he's playing five-color Nifmizid. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. I'm like, oh, I don't think Rook Thar is that good in this matchup. <laughs> And it has reach. It blocks Nimbusit. <laughs> like I'm also looking at this like uh, engineering explosives. Like I don't think this card's very good in this Wait, matchup either. Rookthar yes. is good in that matchup, isn't it? Uh, is it though? I don't it, know. It doesn't really play that many non uh, non creature. It doesn't play many non non creature spells. It has like a couple creatures. Sure, but like, do they even care if they just attack you with Nimbusit? You trade. They just play another Nimbusit, and they're just happy of like. <laughs> They don't care. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Good point. Or they like, oh, you, they attack you, right? You, you trade and they're just like, lol, uh, bring to light for another Nivmizid. <laughs> right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have yeah, more Nivmizids than you think, have Rookthar. <laughs> I don't think Rookthar is where I want to be in the matchup. Um, luckily, I didn't draw it. But <clears throat> I also kept Hivemind in, in, against him because I always like a control deck, right? And Hivemind was. Seems significantly not as good. <laughs> oh no. I mean, as long as they don't draw double green. Well, but they play all these astrolabes too, right? So it's oh, like. Right. Yeah, they play astrolabes. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the. Was it Lay? Not Layla. Was it. What was the, the fetch a land card they were playing? Um, the, the green oh, one. Um, safe uh, Right Quest. Safe yeah. Right Quest, because it was hybrid, yeah. <laughs> it gets planes or forests. <laughs> yeah, astrolabes seem significantly better. Like a lot. So I EE away two astrolabes because what else is my EE doing? Yeah. I had like spare mana. 
hoping that it did something. It didn't. He just untapped and played a Nimizet <laughs> off of five lands anyway. <laughs> and uh, I guess maybe this is also a contributing factor to my, my eventual victory, but um, the Nimizet flip was terrible. The, he got three cards off of his Nimizet. One was Safe Ride Quest. One was Lavinia. And the third... What was the third? Oh, um, Bring to Light. The other seven? Nothing. Wow. I mean, those are okay cards, but... Because <laughs> he already has Small Teferi in play, so he didn't get the other Small Teferi he revealed. Like... He just didn't grab it? He took the Lavinia instead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you only get one of each yeah, color pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bummer. That makes sense. So he like slaps me for six and passes. So I'm like, okay. I have this hive mind in my hand and one green pact. I'm like, okay, here's the plan. <laughs> here's the plan. We play this hive mind and then we play two pacts and then he loses because he only has six mana. Genius. Right? So play, I go like, oh, you know, main phase transmute for a green pact. And he's like, uh-huh. Like, kind of like questions it strangely because he has a Lavinian play. Like, wow, my opponent must be really bad. <laughs> and I play Hive Mind, and he's like, oh, <laughs> I see what's going on. <laughs> so I cast the Hive Mind, like, trigger your Lavinia, trigger my uh, my Hive Mind. <laughs> and he's like, with triggers of stack, Assassin's Trophy, your, your Hive Mind. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> and I couldn't pack in response because he had a small Teferi. Ha! Wait. <laughs> So it's like, well, there goes my plan. There goes plan A. Wait, right. no. No. What do you mean no? That doesn't make sense. Small Teferi only lets you, prevents you from casting instants um, during no. their turn. No, that's, no. no, it's not true at all. The reason it doesn't make sense is because don't you get a copy of the trophy that you kill the Teferi with? <sighs> yeah, but... Oh! <laughs> But I, uh, I guess the fairy wouldn't stop the timing restriction because it's not being cast, right? Yeah, yeah. So you just put the copy on the stack, kill their fairy with it, and then you put the second pack on the stack in response to the trophy. Yikes! And then they. So here's where I admit to everyone I'm very bad. I think we, I forgot my <laughs> high mind trigger on his um correct trophy. Ah. Uh, <laughs> That's a good interaction to know about, though, that well, the Teferi doesn't prevent that. That's, like, important knowledge. Which Teferi are we talking about yeah. now? Time, the three-mana one. Isn't that why can't you cast another spell during your turn? Because you can't, because that's what You Teferi cannot cast does. spells. <laughs> you can only cast spells at times you could cast sorceries. Oh, got it, got it, got it. But Hive Mind doesn't cast, just puts it on the stack. Right, right, right. Boop, boop. Right. Yeah. So I go pick up my deck. To get a land from his assassin's trophy. He's like, wait, 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 you can't search. I'm like, what? Why? Looks around board. Is there an Ar Leonard Arbor that I have I have missed? <laughs> what is happening? And he's like, he points to his Lavinia, like, your, your pact is countered. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm getting a land from the assassin's trophy. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> So I go get my he land, and then he's like mopping his brow because he realized that he like didn't didn't copy the trophy. Oh my god! Oh. yeah. And so he goes and gets uh, gets a Niv Mizzet, right? Because his <laughs> green pact resolves. Oof. 
So then he untaps, pays his four mana, and then he plays like a Renin Six and pluses it to get a land back. I'm like, okay, sure. Um, the uh, the other thing that's been going on, I feel like it's hard for me to work in exactly when I'm making zombies, but I had like three zombies in play at this point too. Because <laughs> the game's gone quan for quite a, quite a while now. And so I untap, no pack to pay for me. <laughs> I didn't resolve no pack. <laughs> and then I just shove in with my, my three zombies. And he was at eight. He chooses to only block one of them. Electing to not trade with his Lavinia. And he goes to four. So then I just tap out and play a 6-6 six, six walking ballista and kill him. Wow. Lol. <laughs> Well, I'm glad your your slip up didn't uh, didn't affect the end result. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, I I was very tired. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> and this is seven rounds of of amulet. Dude, the the big brain thinky dinky. Starting to feel rather fatigued. Not that I'm trying to make excuses. I I, I that was really bad. But um, yeah. Interesting. That, interesting that your opponent didn't realize that either. Oh, I bet they did. But then, so then, like, what was their like? What was their end game? No, I, I he may not have realized it because he didn't realize that I was searching for a land off his trophy. Right. Ah. Right? Uh. So I think there's a lot of just confusion. Hivebind's a very confusing <laughs> matchup. Card. Yeah, that's true. You you missed it, and your opponent missed it, which is just it's weird that your opponent was thinking of it and missed Judge. it. Judge. Judge. Well, no, he wasn't even thinking about the trophy at all. No, but he was, he had, he like, he was thinking about the pack triggers. Like, uh, or like the, the uh, hive mind triggers on the stack. So you would think like, oh, hive mind's on the stack. If I cast another spell, it's going to copy. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just my, how my brain works. But like, if I'm trying to interact with something, the first thing that I see is the thing that I'm going to remember. And that's like the first line of like, that is the reason he, he played a spell was in reaction to the hive mind trigger. So how did he forget that the hive mind was in play that it would trigger after he cast a spell? Having played against hive mind and watched other people play against it easily. <laughs> Man, you know, it would have been such a cool, it would have been a, such a, a cooler story if I just remembered that hive mind trigger. Yeah. Of the assassin's trophy, yeah. it would have been a shorter story too, though. <laughs> yeah, it would, have been, it would have been play bad, get rewarded. It would have been funnier if there was a judge call for you going through your deck, and then you guys rewound and try to like figure out what happened, and then oh, realize God. that you missed that trigger and put it on the stack. That would have been or, even or the judge points it out. Like, <laughs> yeah, so if, if the hive if the hive mind trigger is missed, is it a beneficial trigger? Or a detrimental trigger. It's both. It's, for whom? It's, it's, it's like a it's like a <laughs> oh bob trigger. God. Oh my god. That's so I funny. had I had a particularly troublesome judge call. Actually, it was like very inconsequential, but I feel bad for the judges because it's like impossible to figure out. Um, we had a life total discrepancy in like turn one hundred, oh where god. I had been hitting my opponent with an ice vein total for like the past ten turns, <laughs> and we were off by a life point. <laughs> So it's trying to, like they're like trying to rewind the game state is fucking impossible. What did you guys come to the conclusion of? The conclusion, which I'm still 
This was my best guess. I don't think I did it, but I just didn't have anything else to offer and didn't really care that much. This was against Grixis Control. Was that when he had forced negation something the previous turn, I maybe perhaps just took a life off, like Force of Will style? Sure. I believe that. (laughs) I don't think so, because I was like, I was like saying life total changes as I made them. I don't know. Um, It was really confusing because we were vocalizing changes to life total pretty consistently and somehow ended off by one anyways i don't know yeah i mean maybe it's almost like no he like a few turns down the line he like ripped a snapcaster to kill me or something Mm. so in the end it didn't really matter but if it had been like one turn short like if he had died at one it would have been really frustrating (laughs) or if i died at one yeah but yeah the judges were just like yeah we can't figure this out like this is impossible to recreate. Like, <laughs> like this was like a couple fetches. He like milled some lands of thought scour, and we couldn't. So neither, even worse. Neither of us could. Neither of us could even remember like whether like which ones had been milled versus cracked. Like, it's so funny. God, it was awful. Like, impossible to reconstruct. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess the only the only option is to just warn you both for. Um... Failing to maintain. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, just, you both have a warning. Um, don't know how this happened, but uh, just be honest. Uh, we have no resolution for you. Please proceed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I just felt bad. I was like, this is not going anywhere. I will offer up a plausible solution that I don't entirely believe, but it's in my opponent's favor. So whatever. Everyone was like, sure, that sounds great. <laughs> Everybody was probably like so quick to just like, yep, yep, that's it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Like it. the two judges and my opponent were both like, yep, that sounds great. Let's move. Let's proceed. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, please. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Cause sorry, like, Chris. <laughs> yeah, neither, neither of us really cared that much, but we like, neither of us really wanted to like be like, I'm the one that's, wrong you know right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i don't care but it's not my but, yeah but yeah, like, yeah. like i know <laughs> yeah. i didn't mess up so so i shouldn't have to give up here it's yeah. not about the it's not about winning the game it's about being pride. right yeah <laughs> being right <laughs> yeah exactly it's like whatever whatever so please continue chris <laughs> yeah so uh they go post standings at the end of round seven right just so everyone can go run up and see if you can id their way into top eight and all that fun stuff and, you just sit uh, back in your chair, put your I feet I go up. look, and I am eighth seed. I am number eight, going into the last round. And my breakers are the big poop. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's like, okay, well, maybe it's like a clean... What, like, maybe you could still do it. Go look, and below me... So at this point, I have 18 match points, because I am uh, six and one. I go look, and below me there are four players, <laughs> all with 16 points, and three of them have significantly better tiebreakers than I do. Oh. Oh? <clears throat> Which means two of them will go up to 19 points. So if I draw, I will not make it. Um, so you um, have to um, play. That sucks. That sucks that you have to play at six and one. It's insane happens yeah it's just like the the ptq in seattle where i was like seven and oh and had to play the last round what yeah Yeah, no losses allowed my dude so many people jeez i mean that was a huge event though yeah no so i goes it down and opponents like did you figure out if you can draw or not like we cannot are you sure it's like yes (laughs) if we draw 
we both miss on top eight. <laughs> Unless the one 16 pointer who has worse breakers than me wins, in which case you might make top eight. I wouldn't. So we're definitely going to play. That's a bummer. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no sandwich for you. <laughs> and so opponent proceeds to, um, I get kind of tilted in this game. Because I feel like my opponent is, is uh, angle shooting me. I don't know if he's just very anal about being very precise about rules or he's was legitimately trying to angle shoot me. Was this person wearing a hat? No. Okay. But it it felt like they were fishing for a reason to get me a warring to potentially knock me out of contention to get to grant him access into top eight. I mean, at that level, there's always people gonna be doing that. So here's here's what's happening. And they should be purged. Yep. He pithy needles and walks off he's asked a question from away from the the table because when he comes back presumably because he couldn't remember what the heck Slayer Stronghold was called <laughs> so he's like because he goes, when he comes back it's like okay Pithy Needle I'm going to name the land that gives your creature plus two plus zero haste and vigilance I believe that's Slayer Stronghold I'm like yeah it is okay cool I'm going to name that what is Slayer sure. Stronghold I hate the I hate the Alex? new rule around that it's so dumb I don't think it's dumb at all like I get it it's just like if you there's, can, if, if you there's can so many uniquely, resources, if you I, can uniquely identify a magic card by its text, I think that's perfectly fine. But you cannot use the resource. Like you can't. You're not allowed to whip out your phone and look it up. That's yeah. what they, but there's like a judge. That's what they're. That's what they're there for. That's the well, point. yeah. So we wouldn't ask the judge. Hey, can that's, you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing. I presume. Yeah. And so then judge comes over, and he's like, "All right, well." uh you know, here's your four minute time extension because it took that long. <laughs> the the, the self perception is very bad. <laughs> so they probably had probably had to like load the page ever so slowly. And so it was my turn. I I played a Titan, and I obviously didn't attack with it despite having an amulet because why would I go get the haste land spitting needles right? <laughs> so then the next turn, I go to attacks and I. Turn my Zeus sideways, but I didn't turn my Titan sideways. But I shove them both, like basically onto his playmat, and say, "Attack with these." And then I go pick up my deck, and he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 what are you doing?" I, I heard like, this uh, story. <laughs> looking, God, I'm, I'm gonna look for lands off my my Titan trigger. He's like, "No, no, you didn't attack with that." It's like, um, no, I'm pretty sure I did. I said attack with these and push them towards you. No, but it's not tapped. Like, oh yeah, sorry, my bad. I it should be tapped. It's like, no, 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 you, you missed the attack. And the judge who gave us the former time extension was still like hanging out there because we were a match that was, you know, going to make or break someone getting to top eight. Uh-huh. And our match next to us had already finished, so they were like buggered off. Right. <laughs> well, then finished, but he was he was still there. They're still there. And so Judge's like, wait, what's going what's going on? And opponent's like, oh well he didn't he he uh, my opponent thought that uh, his primal side had visions, but does not. So we said to attack, so he didn't tap it, which means it's not attacking. And they're just like, well, it's, I don't know. It, it seems to me like he fully intended to attack. And I, I told my, like, you know, I, I shoved them both in, in up towards you, said attack with these. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, 
in that picture of my deck. It's like, so he's like, oh, it seems like he's acknowledging there's a primeval titan trigger going on to the stack, which would indicate that he fully intended to be attacking with his primeval titan. Huh. Strange. Interesting. And he's like, well, but, but, but he didn't tap it, so he missed the attack. People like this are fucking scumbags. And I'm just like, well, just in my head, it's like, it's not a trigger. Like, <laughs> they're just, well, they're just stupid. I didn't they forget don't... to attack with a Titan. I forgot to turn the card sideways, sure, but I didn't forget to say I was attacking with the Titan. They don't understand. I clearly, clearly verbalized my intentions to attack with these, plural, these creatures, these two creatures. Touched the and card I and moved it forward. Both of them forwards yeah. in an attacking motion. So the thing about these people is that they think that the rules are like etched out in stone and that if like nothing if something goes not according to the rules that that's not valid whereas like the cards are just a visual representation of what's going on on the on the battlefield or like on the board state and so like even if i had like this this exact situation is why like i'm so anal about keeping my ink moth nexuses separate now because i used to put them all in one stack like i used to stack them on like my, my side of the board and i would Whenever I animate one, I just push it forward and say, like, this is animated now. And my opponent tried to, like, at one time my opponent, like, tried to say, like, that is the card that he played this turn. Therefore, it has summoning sickness. When in reality, it's like, it's not, it's not like, yes, you're technically correct. But, but if we're using common sense, if we're just going off of the words that yeah, I said. It, like, it's like people who say, like, oh, you didn't specify the color you made off of your Cavern of Souls? Exactly, yeah. So I'm going to counter your spell. Right. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So, the, what kills me is the judge, like, turns to him and says, like, what creatures do you think are attacking right now? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a very leading question. <laughs> and so he just, like, sits back and, like, thinks for like a couple seconds and then he's like but he he but he didn't tap it so it can't be attacking oh my god so the judge goes from what i've heard and observed it would seem it appears to me that he fully intended to attack with his primal titan given the fact that he's acknowledged that his primal titan trigger has gone onto the stack so it is that means that it is attacking and he may have, it seems that he's forgotten to physically manipulate the card so that it is sideways. But he is, but he is attacking with the Triangle Titan. <clears throat> so I was like, yep. So I pick up the Titan, turn it sideways, give it a little flick as it goes down on the table. <laughs> that little, that little snap at the end. <laughs> and I go, like, does my trigger resolve? <laughs> he's like, yeah. So then from the rest of the match, I announce literally everything. Which is what, is what you have to do. Like, there's, there's, no... a lot, there's a lot of that in everyone, though. And so then I go, anytime my opponent's priority, I just stare at him until he says okay. So, oh, I'm going to put these two, two, these two lands into play. Two amulet triggers. Stare at opponent. Says okay. Okay, untap this one. Stare at opponent. All right, untap the other one. Float some mana. Stare at opponent. All right, I'm going to turn this land in my hand. <laughs> stare at opponent go to blockers he has like no creatures in play this is okay go to damage <laughs> like we are doing this all the stops are by on or on book. I should say <laughs> all the stops are on all the stops are on <laughs> and I proceed to wreck him good in game one fucking good ah, so satisfying 
So there was there is another player at the tournament that tried to angle shoot someone I was talking to that was playing burn, and uh, they had a rift bolt on the stack, and I think an eidolon, and they they basically were presenting lethal the next turn as long as they like drew any burn spell basically like they had to, they had they had to rip a source of damage like any source of damage goblin guide burn spell whatever and like game was over and at the end of the angle shooting player's turn they were basically refusing to pass priority and they were like just just draw the top card of your deck and show me just like show me show me whether the game is over and the guy's like no i'm gonna like wait for like are you done and he's like no just draw the card just show me the card and he's like just like badgering the guy to like just flip the top card of his deck and so eventually he just gets so frustrated he just does it and he's like oh a goblin guide you're dead and so the guy calls a judge and basically tries to argue that he missed his rift bolt trigger wow <laughs> and the judge is like no we are shortcutting <laughs> you have <laughs> you have initiated a shortcut by doing this and the shortcut because he acknowledged the rift bolt during this you know conver- conversing uh the the burn player it was like no we have shortcut through the through the trigger like fuck you Angle go directly you to dead. Yeah. Do not pass go. Yeah. Do not collect two hundred dollars. And this what is this did is a, this is think was gonna this, is, this is a person of a reputation for doing shit like this. Um, God, I fucking hate people like what this. did it's, like it's what so did you scummy. think it's, was gonna happen? Or did you think the judge was gonna be like, oh well, you badgered him into doing it, so you were right? Yeah, like, it's like oh, it doesn't matter. He's still breaking the rules. And I what I was expecting from this story was that he was going to try the guy, claim the guy drew cards when he wasn't supposed to be drawing cards, right? That's what I was expecting. That yeah. oh, he just randomly flipped his deck. Yeah, it's like God. Yeah, it was like I think they were on like Scapeshift or something, so the burn player was dead if they got another the Scapeshift player another draw cycle or something or whatever. I don't know. They were basically trying to cheese cheese out of the rift bolt and get an extra turn so dumb like i don't know people that like try to intentionally make people like by like obfuscating the way the game is supposed to flow to like make people intentionally miss triggers they wouldn't otherwise miss it's just it's so scummy it's so low it's ah, yeah 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 i don't know fucking scumbags anyway i'm i'm trying to like detilt myself (laughs) yeah Try to be like, you know, calm down, not be so angry. And then game two, I'm given another opportunity to become incredibly tilted because I have three lands in play and a Zeus and an amulet and a bounce land in my hand. You know what that means? It's Titan time. Oh, yeah. So the thing is, I played my bounce land twice and picked up my Talori West because I figured maybe I want to replay a land I get off my Titan. I don't know. We'll see how, like, we'll see what, what I want to do once I'm, I'm searching to my deck. So then I cast my Titan. I cast my, my Summoner's Pact. And he counters it with Force of Negation. I'm like, what the hell? Urza decks are playing Force of Negation? I'm pretty sure that's very not standard. Because <laughs> how many blue cards are in their deck, really? Just like Urza, Wur, Thopter Foundry, that's it? Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> close, I think. Yeah, yeah, like what? That's not nearly enough blue cards to justify playing this card. <laughs> it's canceled, <laughs> and so 
the, I'm, I was tilted because had I just played the Bounce Land three times and then picked up the Toy West, I could have transmuted in for another pact and played the pact and a Titan in spite of that Force of Negation. But I didn't play around it because why would the Urza deck be playing Force of Negation? <laughs> and I used to lose that game because of that. And God, it irritated me so much. Dude, Kevin Mitch has mentioned it like this all the time, where like his opponents are playing like probably suboptimal stuff and he loses because of it and it just like eats him up. <laughs> that shit drives me insane, dude. Like it doesn't bother me. Like, just like whatever. Why? It probably like, it probably lost them so many other games over the course of the day. Like Right, but that's the that's the annoying part that like you get paired up against it and it just so happens to be good against your deck. Like the one I mean, deck out of like what two or three decks you could trying to mine? You could play against burn eight rounds in a row too. Like I don't know, water off my back. Whatever. So then, I, yeah, I'm like, God, it's so tilting. <laughs> and like, if I miss top eight because I got force of negation, oh my god, I'll be so upsetty. <laughs> so going to game three, and my hands like pretty all right. I got this uh. Force of Vigor, which should be hot fire against the artifact deck. And he goes and plays a tribute mage, going and getting his damping sphere. I'm like, okay, okay. And I have two bounce hands in play when I pass to him. And he goes, casts his damping sphere. I'm like, oh, in response, I'm gonna float some mana. Alright. You know, like go to combat. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Before before you're in combat, I'm gonna I'm gonna force the vigor targeting your damping sphere and your Valder Foundry. Or something. And he's like, and he, he, it looked like he was thinking about like stuttering or trying to say like trying to trying to think of a way where he could have make an argument to say that we've already passed that and my my mana pool is emptied. <laughs> but the judge was still sitting there, right? And like, there's no there's no way, dude. Like, <laughs> I said, flow by mana, and I stopped you before you could even physically manipulate your card sideways. <laughs> that's important man. and told you cast force vigor targeting these two artifacts so away they went I took my beats I untapped played a second amulet killed him good 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 excellent excellent yeah I have on the life pad me going from 20 to 18 him at 20 and then that's it <laughs> what do you say oh and then he said uh, good games afterwards Bro, I would have been like, not really, but sure, go ahead. GG easy. No re. Really really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I can't imagine why. So, I'm into top 8. Second seed. Which means I get to be on the play in the top 8. Which is rare for me, because I'm usually sneaking in at like 7 or (laughs) 8. Not today. But not this time. Uh, and so I, I get paired against like the one of the few people who I don't know what they're playing in the top eight. And he goes, uh, I go like turn one scout, and he goes turn one basic island pass. I'm like basic island, not even snow covered island. That means he he knows what he's doing. It's like what the hell is, is what the hell is he playing? So I I just make some land drops, make a land drop pass back. And then he plays like Waterlogged Grove. <laughs> so like what? What is going on? So 
you know, actually my scout, untap, playland, pass back. And I think he like flashes in a merfolk trickster. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's dinner time. It's a bye. <laughs> so it's like, so oh, you rude. know, target your, target your scout with your the trickster. Like, okay, just activate oh. in response. LOL. Good so old tropical my, trash. My opening hand was literally scout lands Hornet Queen. <laughs> so I just untap turn four, play a Hornet Queen. And it's just good enough. I mean, yeah. I didn't draw anything else the rest of the game. I just attacked him with some bees and he couldn't beat it. <laughs> couldn't beat the bees, eh? Uh, in opponent's defense, he hardcast two silver gill adepts. Oof. That sucks. So his draw was pretty poor. But yeah, Merfolk, not a not the most scariest matchup in the world. God, I would love to play against Merfolk. <laughs> and then game two. I'm sorry, Merfolk is in top eight? Yeah. Yeah, what? That's dope. <laughs> that's that's the real story here. How, how did this happen? I wanna I, It's playing like, blue green Merfolk. Yeah. It's like one of those like shows where they like trace back like from the crime scene yeah. <laughs> five hours before <laughs> dude's like eating a sandwich somewhere. He's like, I feel like losing in the quarterfinals today. <laughs> yeah, so he is on the play now. So he goes terminate their vial. I'm like, okay. I go terminate amulet. He force of negations it. Of course. He untaps plays the um the one mana green merfolk. Yeah. Because plus one plus one if you have like a island, island or other merfolk, merfolk, I guess. Yeah. Right. And then I end up. And I think he had like two Merfolk in play at that point. Like he played Silvergill and like maybe Viled in the, the one the one drop. Right? An impressive force. And so then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just fire spot him, right? <laughs> like whatever. And he forced some negations of that. I was like, oh my god, Oof. come on, guy. <laughs> So he's he's now used six cards, and so he has like what one or two cards in hand. Yes, he's pretty low on cards. So when I untap and play explosives for two, he doesn't have a third force. Right. <laughs> so that mops up his his whole board except for the one one or the one drop. And it's really funny. We have this awkward uh, situation where I, I cast a a primeval titan because <clears throat> he. Oh, I recast my private I should say. I got bounced by Harbinger of the Tides mm. when it attacked him. Mm-hmm. And so I go to cast it again. And he counter she tries to counter it with Unified Will. And I'm like Uh I'm like, but don't we have the same number of creatures? Because my, my Titan was like on the table. So I like in my head it was like already in play. Oh. Oh, whoops. And he's like, no, I have more creatures than you. I was like, mm. like it looks like the same to me, but just in case, I'll actually have my scout. Put land into play and make a zombie? And he's like, uh, in response, anime made a vault. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, I have more Ivor than you. He's like, but don't we have the same? He's like, no, no, you're trying to sell the stack. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. My bad. <laughs> wow. So away Titan goes. But um, something, something, hordes of zombies. Pretty good. Weird. <laughs> weird. So weird. Zombies. Yeah, that would have been sick though if uh if he couldn't animate Mutavolt, counter Unified Will with Scout make a zombie. Ooh. <laughs> oh man. Can you imagine if I put a colony garden into play? Make a zombie and a plant? Oh my god. <laughs> Yummy. 
So anyway, I get through Merfolk. And then I'm into, what, semifinals now? Yep. And I get paired against Urza. And all I have written here is double amulet, do the big kill. <laughs> yeah, there was like a turn in, I think it was game two, where your opponent was like, I don't think they realized quite how the whole kill plays out because like they were like really like, like pot, like trying to like stay up with like every step you took, like they were waiting for a point, like a point to interact or something. And then I think there was like a point where they realized that they were just going to die and they just kind of like sat back. (laughs) Yeah. I think he was like trying to like make sure that I was counting the mana right or something. Yeah. I don't know. He was like really engaged. And then there was like a point where he was like, Oh, just kind of like sat back in the chair and just died. <laughs> yeah, so I think I killed him on turn three because I think he played turn two Goblin Engineer, so I had to make two Titans to to kill him. Yeah, you had like an interesting play in one of the games too, where you like um killed his. Uh, oh, you force a vigored and then Bajuka bogged before he had a chance yeah. to do something. So game two, he keeps a hand that has the natural Thopter Sword combo, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And so he goes like, turn two, Thopter Foundry. Turn three, cast Sword of the Beak. I'm like, our uh, response to Sword of the Beak, I'm going to force a vigor, kill your Astrolabe and your, you know, Thopter Foundry. So he makes one Thopter in response. And it goes back to my turn. So then I think I play a Titan, attack him, and then with the attack trigger, I go get Bajuka Bog Gruel Turf. With the Bajuka Bog Exile trigger on the stack, untap my lands, use my Gruel Turf to abrade your Sword of the Meek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then Sword of the Meek gets exiled. <clears throat> and there was, and then there he was some, to die pretty quickly from there. Yeah, there was some questioning about like how he's like, oh, you're like stacking it, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it I'm like stacking very, it, it like, so that it works. It was like very vague. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, you're doing that was... correctly, right? And you were like, yes. Yes. <laughs> what? Is there any other way to like, do it? <laughs> like, it was very vague. <laughs> like, neither of you, like, like really, he's just like, you're doing that the way that works. And you're like, yes, I'm doing that the way that works. <laughs> Like what yeah, else? Maybe I was like, other way I, I said doing like it? you know, oh, like bog trigger on the stack, like untap these. He's like, wait, what? Like what? 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 Are you yeah. <laughs> but we we figured it out in the end. Uh-huh. As it turns out, he um, made a mistake. He fetched third island with a prismatic vista instead of like a swamp or a forest because mm. he had a trophy. So he could have um, trophied the the titan to not just get murdered so fast. Yeah. He was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seemed like he just, like, didn't have a lot of experience of, like, how quickly Titan can just murder you. Which is, like, fair. Like, that's not... Titan's not that... Or Amulet's not that, you know, common of a deck as, you know, we're... Yeah. I mean, in your area, it, it My, my name is an opponent, like, just straight up was, was talking to me saying, like, yeah, Amulet's not a deck was really on my radar. I'm not really prepared for it. I have no, I have no sideboard strategy. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just... Just wasn't on my radars was this deck that I would play against. Yeah. Which is probably the case for a lot of people, but not as many people around here. Yeah. You've kind of uh indoctrinated everyone around here. <laughs> yeah, so then I I've made it to the finals. At last, 
maybe this will be the, the the time I finally can qualify for the Pro Tour. And it's not. I get O2 wrecked. Yeah, you had it's really some, sad. Oh, you got wrecked. unlucky and your opponent did not. <laughs> yeah, so game one, he I keep luck. a hand. Like, I don't know if this hand is greedy. I don't think it really is, but it had... um. Like, Amulet Scout lands. So, like, okay, I can make a turn three Titan if I draw one. Or, like, a Tori West or something, right? And I just proceed to never draw anything. I have, like, a Scout, Azusa, Amulet, and just some lands, and I just have no pressure and eventually die to, like, a turn four or five Primeval Titan from him. Yeah. And then sad, the other game, times. you, like, made a small Ballista. That you turn into yeah, a bigger so ballista. Game, <laughs> game two, he just has turn two damping sphere. And it's really frustrating because I could have made um I could have made a, a Titan, a pretty fast Titan, had my balance land not been Boros Garrison. Mm, because yeah, my only sucks. green source is one gemstone mine, so I would have had to pick it up and replay it to make the second green. So I would have had to like wait an additional turn, but he damping spheres me. And Demixer is really obnoxious because my best, like one of my answers is pack for Rex Age, but if I pack, the Rex Age costs four mana. Yeah. So it's just like I can't even, <laughs> I can't even get this stupid sphere off the table and turn like turn four. And then he just has a Titan on time, and I just got I just die. Yeah, you had like a ballista that you pumped to be a six six and like blocked and traded, but he had like. Yeah, I attacked him with a 6 6 Ballista and he traded and then just untaps and plays another Titan. Yeah, yeah. It's just. I mean, his hands didn't seem like berserk, but they were like very reasonable. And then like yours were not so hot. And yeah, then, so like one of those games, I think the, the was game one. The stirrings yeah, from I, hell. I, just my stirrings with four Azusa, one Gruel Turf. <laughs> So I only saw the three Azusa and the land. I didn't see the fourth card. And I was like, wow, that's really bad. Three Azusa, like, quietly. And they're like, no, there were four Azusa. I was like, yeah, oh, so oh after, my God. After the game, I was like, I just flipped quad Azusa. And like, they're like, really? And I flip over my deck, and the bottom four cards are four Azusas. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you didn't even realize it? No, like, you were just yeah, like, after, land, after the game ended, I, was, I told everyone, like, wow, my stirrings was terrible. I flipped four Azusas oh. off that stirrings. And they're like, Rudd, really? And I... And the bottom four cards of my deck, I show them our, our Zeus's. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you like that the next turn or something, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. You did get the sphere off the table that game, but it was like way too late. Yeah. Yeah, so I got it off the table and then I had to pay for the pact and then I traded for the Titan and then. Yeah, it was like, like your opponent made a Titan and passed and you had to like pay for your pack to do nothing that turn yeah it was pretty <laughs> and then terrible. he just gets to like untap with a titan in play and like already had volokat and a bunch of lands i was like yeah you're just fucking dead yeah it was bad yeah that's a bummer but you did walk away with some money yeah i did uh make the the cash money none of that store credit stuff what'd you get uh so top four decided to split so we each walked away with seven hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Holy poop! I got the I got the picture up on on Facebook and and Twitter to uh to tantalize people for this episode. Seven hundred and oh my dear! You're holding eight hundred dollars in that picture, sir. Nine hundred dollars. Oh, is it nine? Oh, okay, <laughs> I can't count. Why were you holding nine? Because that's what second place would have normally gotten. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, so it was kind of weird because they said, like, the store couldn't facilitate the split, 
themselves because right. the prize included something that was not cash, store credit, or sealed product. So if you decided to split, you would have to do it on your own as a gentleman's agreement. Interesting. So like, if once the event is over, first place would get an envelope with $1,200 in it and would have to split it up such that they would have seven fifty. everyone would get seven fifty, which is what we did. But first, but that person could have just walked away. It was really weird too. Well, not weird, but awkward. So one of the guys that lost in, is it the semis or the quarters? He like had a really long drive. And so they got the, their like their, yeah, it must've yeah, must been in the, in the semis. Yeah. So they had $900 between the two of them. And one of the guys just gave some of his share to the other guy so he could leave. <laughs> so then he's like uh you guys that are still playing owe me money basically <laughs> yeah that's weird and it was like legit totally legit but it was like really awkward because everyone everyone wanted to make sure it was like really square right before the other guy left yeah <laughs> but so but yeah like there's no like legal recourse if first place just decides to like run out the door i right? mean you could take them right. to small claims court and have perfectly good standing under a, a a verbal agreement but actually getting your money back from there is not so easy yeah no. like it's you do have le- you do definitely have definitely have legal standing you'll but, be spending more money than you would have gotten well no small claims court you just you know you represent yourself but but you're never actually gonna get paid back because small claims court has a really hard time collecting a lot of the time but technically speaking you would have yeah legal so like recourse. technically you could just run out with it and just like you know be that guy but then you're that guy forever. But then you're that guy like, right? forever. So, like there's no going back. Yeah. <laughs> like next like, time, is, next is time being you, that guy really worth like the cash. Next like, time yeah. you try to chop an event, everyone else just like doesn't give you your share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. I guess I'm no splits. Kill them all, guy. Now. <laughs> just what I have to do. That's what you already are, John. Me? No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, eh, it was a good run. Uh, wasn't really expecting to top eight after losing round two. Yeah. Especially as on little sleep as I had. <laughs> I wonder why. Fucking insane. I'm gonna go home and play a league. That like, my, my brain was so, like, soup after that event. Like, I didn't even realize that I missed the high vine trigger on the trophy until we just talked about it now. Like, that's how fucking gone my brain was that day. You know what that means, though, right? That means you... You were like autopiloting that deck and you went seven and one. That's impressive. Chris, good. I mean, it's not like I was brain dead, but yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not saying like you turned off your brain and it was like all muscle memory. But what I'm saying is like, like you weren't at 100% and you still went seven and one. Yeah, there are definitely small mistakes here and there, but none of them cost me the game except for not playing around a card I didn't, didn't think should yeah. have been in my yeah. opponent's deck. I was definitely That's impressive, like, dude. I sat and watched. I think from the semis on, I like sat next to him and watched him play, and I was just like, "I'm not gonna talk to him." It was like when he's like possibly thinking, <laughs> like or like or like talk in general. Like obviously, you don't like talk at him when he's like making. But I was like, I'm gonna be very quiet because <laughs> I don't want to like distract him at this point when he's probably very tired. Anything, any sort of noise, and then like can... Sam and them come over, and I wanted just to be like, "Shut up." <laughs> oh yeah but uh <clears throat> shout out real quick uh shout out to you kalaru coming in from reno uh to play in this event um listener of the cast oh, yeah. uh, playing sacramento uh 
really nice guy. Uh, went and got me a chicken sandwich. Super great guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I was He's like, like hey, that? you know, I see you're doing really well. Cow's awesome. Probably haven't had time to go get anything to eat. You want a chicken sandwich? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is fucking awesome. Yeah, he offered me up a sandwich, too. I was like, thanks. <laughs> I, I did not. I, I was on that no food life. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's awesome. Yeah, he's yeah, a great that, guy. that was really nice. Yeah, him, him and him and Jen like fighting, going head to head for number one fan status. I feel like, <laughs> so, put your votes in now. <laughs> put up a straw poll. A straw poll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my very long winded, um, from what I can gather, remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, MCQ. You're a baller. Although, but if you if you take into account my uh, my league. In that twenty-four hour span of of time, hey, what about F and I was thirteen and three with Amulet. In that in that twenty-four hour span, yeah, you were thir- Yeah, that's fucking insane, dude. What about what about F and M though? Was that still okay, twenty-four hours? Fifteen yeah. and five. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> still good. Still really good. Still pretty good. Only seventy-five percent. Yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, shoutouts to uh, Sam as well for his uh, his sweet performance with Four Color Snow. Uh, he really crushed it. Uh, I'm looking at his record here, and he didn't drop very many games at all. He has a lot of two O's on here. <laughs> he also didn't draw. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Shout out! Shout out to the person listening to this podcast. This shout one's a, this one's a, this one's a long one. <laughs> if you're still with us, shout out! You're, shout out to you. you're the you probably like Amulet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. With that, do we want to talk about uh, really briefly about these weekend tournaments that happened? We, you know, we're a little shy of two hours, so I think we can spare a little bit of time. Yeah, just so we don't have to just aim the whole time. Yeah, I mean, we should have uh, probably started with it if that's the game plan. But all right, <laughs> there's a there's a there was an MTGO challenge, an MTGO modern PTQ, and an SCG modern classic this weekend. So let's just take a look at the highlights from from the challenge. Yeah. Um, Mono Green Eldrazi or blah, 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 Mono Green Eldrazi Tron, which is weird. They were like on a on a hybrid between Tron and and they played four reshapers, four dot knots, and four Eldrazi Temple inside of like a normal Tron package. They went they got, star strings. And- yeah, they got first. Uh, and then we had some Stoneblade, Wurza, Infect, which is an interesting one. Burn, another Tron deck, Sahili Stoneblade, and Eldrazi Tron. So a lot of big mana here, and then kind of a smattering of the other decks you'd expect with Infect five, being kind of the standout. The standout in in my eyes is this five color Kiki Sahili. Uh, oh, we're scrolling down to nineteenth place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a bring the light deck of no astrolabes. What it was so cool. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely like the sweetest deck in in the event for sure. Uh, what you don't like the um, devoted Stoneblade, the vile soul herder deck? Yeah, that just with. Four vials, three lightmares call the Kiki Resto combo with two main deck time warps. <laughs> that's Jeez. pretty spicy, too. What a fucking pop. Oh. Titan, Titan here in, uh, let's see, where we go. We got a Titan in 11th. We got a, a Titan in 17th. Uh, yeah, so this, this whole, this oh, what, whole what, top 32 to is note, just full because, of big mana. Yeah, one thing to note because I can't talk about Amulet enough. Um, <laughs> All of the amulets you'll see in like these top events or whatever are playing three card and the great creator. I played zero. I yep. think I think that's right. I don't think that Karn is that great. The thing is, Karn is quite good against Urza, but it also just takes up a lot of sideboard space where like you can yes. you can gain back those percentage points in your sideboard. Yeah, 
So yeah, a lot of lot of big mana here. Um, and then in the modern PTQ that also occurred, uh, we got Jundin first, so shout out to the fair decks. Uh, Wurza in second, a devoted druid combo deck with Karn main deck in third. Dredge, uh-oh. Uh, Eldrazi Tron, Jeskai Stoneforge, Wurza, and Azorius Stoneforge making up the top eight. Shout out to 23rd with the the Arcbound Ravengers over there and Hardened Scales. <laughs> scales, you're, you're like scraping the bottom of the barrel now. And 32nd. Like, it's not affinity, but you know, right? <laughs> yeah, you get the uh, the MCQ promo Arc Remager. What am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, I have two of them now. <laughs> you know, now you guys have three, so you guys could actually build an affinity deck now. That's incorrect for That's like for, for like long, kiddo. for a variety of reasons. <laughs> so listen, the majority of the deck only costs like under fifty dollars now. Yeah, except for Mox Opal, my dude. So now you just gotta get Mox Opals. <laughs> yeah, how about no? And then you guys will Don't have you affinity. still have your affinity stuff? Oh, I love my affinity. I'm never going to give up my affinity stuff. So you just like mail us your box levels and we can play our Listen, oh let's not push it here. Are you scales not even affinity? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a dagger. Uh, I think you going to say worries that would be even funnier. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so yeah, so um, not exactly in the top 8, but in this top 32, there's a, a pretty good amount of big mana here. You know, you get Eldrazi, Tron, and... Uh, and uh a lot of Eldrazi Tron and some Monogreen Tron and then Amulet showing up. So um it just like really stands out to me that the uh, the the I think the most represented macro archetype is is definitely you know big mana ramp decks. And then moving into the Star City Games classic, what do we have in first but mono green tron? Uh Tron lands all the way down. Amulet at uh sixth. Amulet in third as well. Oh, so we have uh, a yeah. Tron. Tron, Grixis, Dev Shadow. Glad to see that making a comeback. Amulet, Devoted Devastation. So they've got the hour, uh, what is it? Um, it's not Hour of Devastation. It's, it's not uh, Hour of Devastation. It's um, Finale, finale of, devastation. of Devastation that lets you search up a duder. Uh, four Color Wurza, Second Titan Place in Sixth, Titan Shift in Seventh, and Mono Green Tron in Eighth. And looking in from the outside, Titan <laughs> Shift again in Ninth. <laughs> Ton um... of big mana the standout here being the mono white stone blade deck <laughs> yeah pretty cool and, uh, yeah yeah so our to our top eight at our mcq was uh what a drazi tron uh amulet uh titan shift the four two titan shift decks two titan shift decks yes uh four color snow merfolk blue white control wurza so a lot of big mana in, in our event as well. Um, so definitely something to keep in mind as you prep for upcoming events. Um, seeing a downswing in the burn decks and an upswing in big mana. So uh, keep that in mind when sideboarding and planning your, your lists for these upcoming MCQs. But that does not mean you should go and sleeve up um, Glistener Elf. Keep those at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in fact, getting fourth at the in the challenge is uh, makes a lot of sense. Kind of looking, there are a few burnless spattered here and there, and some jund, but <laughs> this has been paid for by the amulet king. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, I can definitely throw the needle and uh, get the right matchups in this meta and uh, do very well. But uh, I think that's about it for us. So let's move into our slot of the week. What are you guys super hyped for coming out of uh, all this? Chris? Well, uh, 
since I don't have to prep for an MCQ anymore because I won't be playing any others in the coming weeks or months, I have some time to, to just play some some jank. And what jank is sweeter than Dragons. snow control? <laughs> uh -huh, yes. Oh my god. Hey, hey, it's not just jank, man. We had uh with Sam two other people uh uh top eight MCQs this weekend on the deck. One person got four, uh, top four. So uh getting some results. Don't appreciate the the jank title. <laughs> You're keeping track of like all these records, right? I'm keeping track of ours, and then I'm in a Discord with other people. So oh, okay. we've got like 130 something uh, uh, matches recorded with a 60% win rate. Someone else posted on nice. where they have 160 something with a 64% win rate. Um, so it's a pretty, it's a pretty top top tier kind of deck. I mean, yes, it needs. It's definitely under underdeveloped right now there's not a lot of people working on the deck so which is to, which is i mean that's great right like there's yeah. still room to grow at 60 percent, which is awesome yeah yeah so uh it's, it's fun to work on a deck that's still got you know not all the all the kinks hammered out of it but yeah. it's still doing very well so although i will say that's uh on my short list of uh, i don't know uh, it's not a short list on my list of sweet decks that i would like to play at some point now that I have some extra cash laying around, I might go ahead and, and try to put together the old blue red rhino deck. Oh god. god. I have most of that if you want to borrow anything. I I, I picked like a riot I picked up the rhinos and I have uh, ancestral visions and all I have like literally the whole deck, so if you want to borrow any of that little Oh, me know. like the, the, the one that Jake's playing. Yeah, yeah. Zach's brother Jake, uh Jake's baked has been uh five building up that like once every month or two. So. Deck is pretty sweet. I played against him on the other day, or like a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it was. I put it in the Discord that uh, I got paired up against him in uh, in the solo queue on MC, on on Moto. That's amazing. And uh, yeah, it was a really close game. I think if I remember correctly, like he was like one turn away from like totally cheesing me out. But I had like exacties with. Ink Moth, and I had exacties with uh, with like combat damage. I think the other turn was <laughs> amazing. Anyway, that was, that, was, that was the end of that. So Chris wants to play some snow jank, as he calls it. <laughs> so uh, Steve, what are you what are you hired to be playing? Um, I think that I'm going to play some scape shifts. Uh, I can't remember what I said literally like a week ago. But I, I think I'm going to be playing some scape shifts. Uh, there was like an MCQ that I didn't go to uh, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago uh, for just reasons that I didn't want to give that business money. Uh, turns That's out fair. I was turns out I was there to do so. There's like a huge discussion going on in one of the face. I mean, maybe not like a huge discussion. There's a discussion in one of the Facebook groups about how that store is like pretty oppressive and doesn't really care about the player base and yada, 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 uh, that they kind of just did this, ran the tournament to keep their, uh, to keep their WMPA, WMP, WPN, WPN, Wizards uh, keep, Network. yeah, to keep their WPN, uh, license up. Um, and overall was a very shitty event. Um, so I didn't go to that. Good for you. Glad you yeah. took a stand. You know, it could have also had to do something with the fact that I worked that day, but you know, whatever. 
Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I wanted to play Affinity so badly. I think Affinity was really well positioned going uh, with like uh, Hogak running around a lot. Um, mm. But now that it's not, uh, it just like looks like, I mean, if we're looking, if I'm just going off like statistics, right? Like we take a, a look at this weekend. Did you guys see any Affinity decks at your tournament? No. Nope. So out of three tournaments, there's two hardened scales decks at the bottom, uh, at the bottom of a 32 list on a modern PTQ in uh, online. Like the affinity just isn't in a good spot right now, unfortunately. And uh, I think I just need to try out some big mana. I would love to try amulet, uh, but. Uh, it's not that so like if I practice if I practice with the deck I'm actually fairly competent. Uh, Do it. Spit on Moto, man. The problem is I, the problem is I just don't practice enough. So like every every time I pick up the deck again, I'm just gonna suck at it for like three matches until a match, I get a, a match a day keeps the doctor away. That's true. <laughs> You're not wrong. But Scapeshift also looks awesome. Like the four color Scapeshift list that I was working on before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that deck looks pretty well positioned in this meta. Yeah, that's what you were talking about playing last week. I you remember. should just play okay. the uh, the the Kiki Cord oh, Niv Visit deck. Let's play five color Niv Visit. There you go. I'll just do burr, that. Burr, burr, burr. Uh, yeah, no, like the four color the four color deck seems pretty good against like most of these deck. I don't know how the worst deck would fare, but I would imagine that it's not the worst. If you want to play a control deck like the four, like the, like the snow deck, um, the Sultai version is going to be pretty decent once the new set comes out with Oko, I think. So you could uh, avoid having to buy Ren and six hundred ticks. Oh. <laughs> so. How is that? How is that dumb card over a hundred ticks online? It's a it mythic in a very smallly open sense. set. It's not available in chests yet. This is what happens when you have two platforms. Of magic to play on. I mean, yeah, the newer cards are more expensive for sure since they split. But it's like it's just like ridiculous because at this point, like those that price isn't going to go down until they like they put it in chests and then it'll go down pretty rapidly. But even then, like, it will. Is, that's what happened the... with Turnim. <clears throat> yeah, Turnim is pr- yeah. pretty reasonable now. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'm, that's, I'm their, gonna, that's their safety valve. I'm gonna bitch about <laughs> six until it goes down. Anyways, go. what are you doing? What what do you what's the, what do you go on? What's going, uh, what, 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 what? I'm super hyped. I'm cheating a little bit because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be around. I'm not gonna be playing Magic for a few weeks. I don't think. But um, I'm looking into the future. I'm really excited about a card that got previewed today, and that is Drown in the Lock. Have you guys seen this card? Mm-mm. Ooh man, I did take a look see this, this card's I got a I got a lock of love for this card, man. It is a it is an instant. It is costed blue and a black, and it says choose one. Counter target spell with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of cards in its controller's graveyard. That's so complicated. <laughs> or destroy target creature with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of cards in its controller's graveyard. So I'd say reasonably speaking that on turn two, the average modern deck has probably two cards in its graveyard, right? Like a fetch land sure. and then a sorcery or an instant they've cast doesn't seem unplausible maybe even two fetch lands so this is usually countering something on turn two or destroying a tarmogoy for something on two and around turn four or five 
you know, most decks that aren't like Tron or Eldrazi decks are, you know, capping out at four drops usually, right? Mm-hmm. I'd say most decks by turn four or five have at least four things in the graveyard in modern. If it's a deck playing fetch lands, right. almost guaranteed. Uh, and this is just a hard counter or a doom blade. Or I should say a murder. Uh, so I think this card's going to be super powerful. And if you play it in a deck that plays Thought Scour, which a lot of blue-black decks are in the market for anyways, you know, you have those as an option to, you know, at least turn on the Drown on the Walk if for some reason your opponent's not cooperating putting stuff in the yard. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, you're, I don't think you're going pl- playing those cards intending to do that every time. Like, you're usually going to want to Thought Scour yourself. But you, know what? you have the option to do it, and I think it's going to be pretty consistent. You know who I think is really happy about this card? Mill. Inari. Oh, and yeah, everyone's been like, oh my god, it's so good in Mill. And it's like, yes, but like... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, pretty I think great. It's, I think it's turned on against just your average modern deck on curve. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's situations where it's not great, but like... I think it's a is, the, is, the, is the rest of your deck just not doing anything? Like, you don't have to always rely on having Drown right. on the Lock turn exactly. on on turn two. Like, this card isn't like very good later in the game um it's you know either killing a creature you care about or preventing them from resolving you know any spell that they top deck unless they're tron and like your cards can't always be good against tron like mana league's pretty fucking shit against tron sometimes too yeah so super hype about this card uh it's a little i'm not sure where if it's like how you squeeze it into four color snow i think you probably want at least one because people are messing around with like mana leak and i definitely think it's better than mana leak and the three cryptic commands is actually kind of clunky. I was like, man, I can almost see like cutting a cryptic command for one of these. It's obviously not as good. It's not a two for one, but it is just like very flexible. Yeah. And lowering the curve is always something I'm really interested in a deck that's like really powerful like this. Like playing really powerful, flexible cards that are cheap is like a really good way to get ahead of your opponent. And I don't think we really lack in card advantage. So uh, losing a little bit of card advantage from cryptic isn't that bad. But obviously, Cryptic does very unique things that's hard to replace, like the tap down effect and the bounce effect. So, um, but people, a lot of people have been cutting the third Cryptic anyway. So I'm like, man, you know, getting a drown in the lock in that slot might be really good. So um, yeah, I'm super excited to play with this card. And you know, even if it doesn't get in four color, I think it's going to be insane in any kind of like Grixis or Sultai deck. Um, I think it's just really, really good in those decks. So uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of this. This is definitely. Uh, definitely the first but not the last time you're going to hear about this card drown your x is going to be very very common parlance in in modern moving forward i think yep cries in summoner's pact yeah exactly like laughs in primeval titan yeah yeah um yeah we were talking uh specifically about different big mana decks and i was like this is actually like probably just fine against scapeshift like they put tons of garbage in the yard but amulet it's like oof like you guys do not put a lot of cards in the yard but you do have a lot of like random one drops so you can at least like probably counter a uh an amulet that doesn't come down on one or kill a uh kill a scout with it so it's like not completely dead against amulet but definitely not great (laughs) um so yeah that's my slot. And I think that's uh, kind of going to wrap us up here, unless yeah, one of you guys has something else to add in as we get right to the two-hour mark here. No one? All right. Well, we'll be back uh, a week after next, I believe, is when our next episode will be. So we've just kind of done a double episode and then keeping on a normal schedule after that. 
want to thank you for checking us out and sticking around to the very end. If you're wondering where you can find more of our content, you can head over to mtgconflicts.com. You can always support us by joining the MTG Conflicts community at patreon.com slash mtgconflicts. We're on Facebook and Twitter under the same name, and you can find our Redbubble content for any swag or shirt you might be interested in by searching for us on Redbubble or clicking on one of the links that we have on Facebook or Twitter. If you have any suggestions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to read them. Again, we really do appreciate you sticking around to the end, and we hope you'll join us in the next one. Well, speaking of shirts, <laughs> yeah, uh, I did ask John. I came up to John at one point when I, I think it was when I was six and one. I asked John, "Hey, John, if I'm a top eight, will you will you buy me a shirt?" John was not amused. <laughs>